Welcome to Zion Impact Ministries, the local assembly of the Kingdom Community of Believers. As you listen to this message, we pray that God establishes the governing influence of Christ Jesus in your life through fellowship and the manifestations of the Holy Spirit. summarize it and then we'll just see how everything goes okay so um first fruit maybe we can just call it that okay first fruit hallelujah now the bible tells us in ephesians chapter 2 it said and you had it quickened who were dead in sins and trespasses wherein in time past you walked according to the course of this world now paul told us that this world has a course are we okay with that? That's the flow. The world has a system. Okay, and what it means is that we are looking at a stream that is flowing. Are we okay with that? Okay, when water wants to flow, it, it causes a course. Are we okay with that? It, it, it channels a path within which it flows. Okay, and everything along its way, it carries it along that course. Are we okay with that? Okay, so Paul said that we all work according to the course of this world. So let's say that if the rain is falling and then it is. It is, it is, you know, sometimes the, the rain can form, we call something daily erosion. Are we okay with that? Okay. So when the rain falls and the water is flowing, if there is boiler, it carries all of them. Okay, so the boiler the is in the course of 
the, the, the water. Are we okay with that? Okay. So the world is a course. Okay, we have time flowing from uh, the future through the present into the past. So Paul said that we're in time past, we walk according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience. And he said that we all, we had a way by which we had fellowship with this, you know, with this particular course. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, if the world has a course, it, the world has defined everything, okay, which, by which man must live. And everything that the world has done is contrary to the way, to the will, and the, to the mind of God. Are we okay with that, okay? Are we, are we fine? Now, everything of the world, because the Bible says that anyone who is friend with the world is enemy with God. Are we okay with that, okay? Very good. The Bible also calls something the spirit of this world. He said, for we have not received the spirit which is of this world, but we have received the spirit which is of God, that we may freely know the things that are given to us by God. Okay, with things the Holy Ghost teaches, not in the words which man's wisdom teaches, but in the things which the Spirit teaches. He said, interpreting spiritual things to spiritual men. And it says that, for the natural man cannot receive the things of God, for they are foolishness to him. Now, so in 2 Corinthians chapter 2, now Paul establishes the fact that in 2 Corinthians chapter 1, he says that they preach. We preach the gospel, which is the mind, the wisdom of God. It is a stumbling block to the Jews, to the religious one. So when we preach spirituality and New Testament to religious people, it becomes a stumbling block. Hallelujah. You realize that when you are preaching the message of grace, people that are like, we need to work to get, work to get, work to get. They are like, no, 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 you are preaching. I know that there are high, there's hyper grace too. Hallelujah, okay, there's hyper grace. But every time we preach the, the gospel, in its pure state, it becomes a stumbling block to religious people. They, they, they cannot understand. Okay? Then, the preaching of the gospel also is foolishness to the world. Hallelujah. It's what? Foolishness to the world. So, Paul called, the natural man is the man of the world. Okay? It's, it's, it speaks of the unbeliever, but it's a, it's a man of the world because he moves and such people, everything that is of the kingdom is foolishness to them. Are we okay with that? Okay, very good. But the Bible says that the foolishness of God is wiser than the wisdom of men. Hallelujah. Because this wisdom, you see, we are getting to a point where all, you know, the Bible says that everything has an end. The Bible says that the world is passing away and everything that is in it. But he that doeth the will of God abideth forever. So the world is like something that is. Let me say that. You see, this is my big bottle. I like big bottle. I've made it a point that I drink, you know, three liters of water. This one is actually, I think, I don't know. It's, it's two liters. Yes, so I drink, I want to drink this one twice a day. So, now, this thing has capacity. I can fill it to a point where it becomes full. Now, when it becomes full, it has ended. Now, the world is coming to a place where it is full. It cannot transcend again. Because there's a point, the world flows with time, and time is coming to an end. Are we okay with that? Okay, very good. So, there is a point in time where the systems of the world is coming to an end. It will all fail. Hallelujah. Everything that we trust in, everything that is in the world. So, the Bible says that, it said, looking unto the things which are not seen, but the things which are unseen. For the things which are seen are temporal, but the things which are unseen are what? Are eternal. So, everything you can see with your eye has an expiry date. 
Do you understand? Okay? We see the world. We see everything about it. So it means that the world itself has an expiry date. Therefore, anybody who is building his life according to worldly principles means that that, that kind of person too will get to a place where you will expire. Are we okay with that? Are we okay with that? Okay. Now I'm trying to establish something before we come into the place of giving. Are we okay with that? Okay, very good. All right. So now let's go to Revelation chapter 6, verse 5 to 6. Revelation chapter 6, verse 5 to 6. He said, When he opened the third seal, I heard the third living creature say, Come and see. So I looked, and behold, a black horse. And he who sat on it had a pair of scales in his hand. He said, And I heard a voice in the midst of the four living creatures saying, a quart of wheat for a denarius. And uh, give me King James version for this one. He said that a measure of wheat for a penny and three measures of barley for a penny. And see thou hast not the oil and the wine. Now, so here, John was in the spirit. Okay? And he has gotten to the place where the seals were being opened. Are we okay with that? Okay? There were seven seals that were broken. In the, first, uh, in the first four seals, we saw setting four horses, okay? And the four horses is a description of things that will happen within the world during the church age. Are we okay with that, okay? We know what the church age, the church age began from AD 33, when the Holy Ghost came in the day of Pentecost. That was when the day, that, that was the, the day the church was born. Are we okay with that, okay? So the dispensation of the church age started in what, AD 33. And it will, it will end at the time of um, the introduction of the Antichrist. Are we okay with that? Okay, very good. Alright, so in this place, John saw what will happen in the last days. Okay, he saw, God showed him the failing systems of the world. Are we okay with that? Okay, accounting, I, I'm telling you, accounting will fail. Economics will fail. Physics will fail. Biology, everything will fail. Corona should tell you that uh, 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 medicine can fail. You understand that, okay? So, God, you see, God is warming believers up so that we will know that this world has nothing to offer you. So, Corona, it, it, it took so long before they could find a solution. Hallelujah. But a spiritual man that, like the Lord Jesus, they cannot be confused. When there are plenty of people, he can just pray to multiply bread. You understand, okay? So, you understand, so it, it is, God is warming us up to the, to the end of the world, trying to tell us that the belief the world has nothing to offer you. I'm not saying that you see, as we are here, the Bible says that tarry to like come occupy. So you need to learn accounting. You need to learn it. It is very important. But we are talking about building your life on it. Now, how do we know that somebody is building their life around something? For example, when the, the banking issue occurred, when they started closing the bank and people lost their money, some people died. Why did they die? Because their hope was in it. So they built, so we are not saying that don't invest. Sometimes when you are talking like this, people think that you are, no. There's one thing that, can you be like the man who sang, it is well, when he lost everything? Can you be like that person? You are building wealth. But the day God says that close your account and come and give you, it's not like something that uh, you, you and God will be doing like, <laughs> you know, something that, that <laughs> my wife and I will do in the house. We, just, we are just running around, just chasing this one. You know, that you'll be, you'll be running around with, no. You understand, okay? So, <laughs> do the investment. Do the investment. 
Do the investment. Learn about investment. It is fine. Learn about accounting. It is fine. But the day that God demands, the day that, you see, so anything is, is about the priority. What do you give priority? So that today God says that there is, God can tell, God, God is telling somebody that don't even have a bank account. Hallelujah. Yes. No, I'm not saying that in this church. I'm saying that still people who don't live by bank account. It is the wisdom of God. Hallelujah. And this person doesn't live by bank account. But he, he has a God called the God of spot on. Every time that a need will come, he is. So there is, there is the wisdom of God, but it is on level of faith. You see? Yeah, but I mean, yeah, that's it. Otherwise, I'll, I'll end up not. So we, we see that this, now you see, what, Paul, what, what John is saying here is that in those days, he's saying that a measure of wheat for a penny. Now, this, this thing, when we convert it back into uh, his day, actually he's saying that the prices of goods will increase times 12 in the end. Are we okay with that? Okay, very good. There is no need for us to go into the money, denarius and all those. But it says that the prices of goods will, will increase. Now, actually, the prices of goods will increase and income, income will decrease. That is the two things. So now let's go to James chapter 5. Let's go to James chapter 5. Everything is in the Bible. Everything. He said that, go to now, ye rich men, weep and howl for your miseries that shall come upon you. Let's continue. He said, your riches are corrupted and your garments are moth-eaten. Give me, now you can give me a more, a more relaxed translation. Maybe NKJV will do. Yeah. Your gold and silver are corroded, and their corrosion will be a witness against you and will eat your flesh like fire. You have heaped up treasure in the last days. Now, so you realize that in the last days, men are trying to heap up treasure. Now, everybody's, you see where everything is going towards investment. Let's accumulate wealth. So, one man can have 300 billion and doesn't care whether other people are dying. Now, you see, the world system teaches that this thing is very good, but we need to be careful. Hallelujah. Now, let's continue. It says that, you're, no, 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 let's go, let's go to there. It says that you, you have heaped up treasure in what? The last days. Let's continue. How did they heap up the treasure? Indeed, the wages of the laborers who mowed your fields, which you kept back by fraud. So the means by which they do that is that they do that by fraud. Now, you realize that if you walk into the Malcolm and things, how much are they paying the workers? Not, no, nothing, no. But those people are working like horses. And they are building. Now, you see, it is, don't sleep. Don't, let's try not to sleep. Let's not sleep, okay? Let's not sleep. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Now, because I, I want us to show, you see, let me tell you something. There are two gods in this world. Satan has never been matched to God. It is only money that, was, that has been matched to God. And these two things are seeking for the soul of man. Are we okay with that? There are two gods in this world. So Jesus said that you, you would either serve mammon or you serve God. So that Satan must use the, the authority of mammon to, 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 to take the souls of men. Are we okay with that? Okay. So he said that what? He said you have cut back fraud. Cry out, and the cries of the reapers have reached the ears of the Lord of Zebulun. I was, I was, list, I was, uh, 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 um, I think I saw something in the uh, in graphic where this guy was working in a, a company. He was a, a, a machine man, 
So machine men are basically those who sit at the machine side and then they work the, the processes of the maybe automated machines. And he was doing the thing. I think the thing was cutting steel. And then the thing cut off his hand. Do you know that the company didn't give him anything? This, it was a Chinese company. They sent him away. So, you see, money, in this, in this end time, money has been elevated beyond the souls of man. So, somebody, when you go to, uh, uh, I'm telling you, all those things, when I, see, I, I watched also a video, a particular video, where uh, there was a particular woman in America, and then they were, they were in, I think, a congress. I don't know those, but the woman was, there was a billionaire, and they, they were telling that he's cheating the people. You know, nothing, Charlie, the Amazon and all those, but the way they are gathering the world, please, you take off this one from online. But you see, they are gathering, oh, they are gathering wealth. Because it is a Babylonian system. Now, we realize that in Genesis chapter 11, now, man was created from the dust. Is that also? Now, when God was calling forth creation, God didn't put any seed in the ground. But when he called forth, herbs came out. Now, this is the typology of man. Because when we were created, everything was in us. So what God does, God, God does that he calls forth things from us by supplying. But you know, the Bible says that the way Genesis chapter 11, so let's continue, verse 2. He said, and it came to pass, and they journeyed from, from the east. There's, some, there's a lot of reason why. They are journeying from the east. The east is where the ark of God sat down. Okay, and it was the place of rest. But they decided that they don't want the rest of God. They want to build their own city. So the world, that is what I'm saying, that the world is moving away from what? From the mind and the will of God. Are we okay with that? Okay, very good. And he said that, that they found a, a plain in the land of Shina. So this Shina will come and see it again. And they dwell there. Let's continue. Then they said to one another, come, let us make bricks and bake them. So bricks is made from soil. But the means by which we, they will build their cities is that they burn the bricks. So that is, why, that is how the world is building its economy. It takes man and takes everything out of man. So that when you are coming from work, you are so drained. So it is burning you. It, everything. God builds his, you know, by supplying. That's what we read. For it is God that what? Causes us both to will and to do of his good pleasure. So God supplies the energy. But this one takes out the energy. So you come back and you are, so, you are tired. You are frustrated. Your marriage is suffering. You don't have time to play with your kids. You see, all these things, the system is in place. You can go to work and then you don't have time for your children. Then Satan is also training them for you in this education system. So everything, now, you see, the Bible calls him the prince of this world. He's the ruler. And he has built his ideology. So now, he says that what? Let, let us bake them thoroughly. They had brick for stone and they had asphalt for mortar. So God builds with stones. The Bible says that ye have been made lively stones. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, so it means that most of us you see, all, all our life, we have learned the ways of the world. Your education system was set up by the world. And I'm telling you that the education system was, was, was designed to suffocate the Christian life. That is why you cannot have faith. But, you see, in the Jewish system, God also had an education system. Now, when we read through the Torah or the five books of Moses, God told Moses that everywhere they go to, you see, when the father... When they are, so the father is the, the teacher of the house. When he's about to kill the Passover lamp, he has to tell the children why he's killing the Passover lamp. 
He has to tell the children why all those festivities are there. Then the God said that, write all these things. And so, God had a way of educating all the children. So that, who told Daniel what kind of wisdom and knowledge did they have that they resisted? The, those, that thing was, they were taught in the house. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Okay. So, it is a, so Satan has set up a kingdom. And it is the kingdom of the world. Now let's look at Zechariah chapter 5, verse 5 to 11. Zechariah chapter 5, verse 5 to 11. He said, Then the angel who talked with me came out and said to me, Lift your eyes now and see what this is that goes forth. Let's continue. So I asked, what is it? And he said, it is a basket that is going forth. Now this word basket is the same as the word bushel. Say bushel. bushel. Now bushel is a, um, it was a container that was used for measurement. Are we okay with that? Okay. So it speaks of business. Are we okay with that? Okay. Very good. So he said that it is a basket that is going forth. He also said this is their resemblance throughout the earth. Now, what is this? Now, the word resemblance is the same word as I in the Hebrew. Now, he says that this basket that you are seeing going, the whole world is looking at this basket. Why is the whole world looking at this basket? Because the hope of the whole world is in this basket. Now, so let's move on. And he says what? Um, this is their resemblance throughout the earth. Here is a lead disc. Here, here is a lead disc lifted up. And this is a woman sitting inside the basket. Now, let's continue. So, they lifted up the bushel. And when they lifted up the bushel, they saw a woman sitting inside the, 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 the basket. Are we okay with that? Okay? Very good. And said, then he said, this is wickedness. Say, this is wickedness. This is wickedness. Now, now, what we are trying to say is this. Now, we know that most, for example, in America right now, they cannot stop gun trade because certain people's business will go out of people will go out of business. So they cannot stop selling guns, but people will die. So wickedness. Now we realize that you see, in the business world, if all of you in the corporate you realize that there is something called sabotaging. If you go to a place like ECG, somebody can go for a draw for somebody to die because of promotion. So the whole system, it, it, God is saying that business, which is everybody's looking up to business, but in business is wickedness. Hallelujah. So, let's continue. And he said, this is wickedness. And he thrust her down into the basket and threw the lid cover over its mouth. Then I raised my eyes and looked and there were two women coming with the wind in their, in their wings. For they had wings like the wings of a stork and they lifted up the basket between earth and heaven. Let's continue. So, I said to the angel who talked with me, where are they carrying the basket? And he said to me, to build a house for it in the land of Shina. Now, the land of Shina is Babylon. Now, we realize that in Genesis chapter 1, they moved away from the east where the, the, the ark settled and moved to Shina. Hallelujah. Now, so Shina, they set up the Babylonian system. So, it is a system that wants to exist without God, without the principles of God. So, in the description of this is in, in uh, Psalm 2. He said, why do the, 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 the hidden rage and the kings imagine a vain things? Are we, let's, let's see that. We'll come back. He said, why do the nations rage and the people plot a vain thing? What do they want to do? Verse 2. He said, the kings of the earth set themselves and the rulers take counsel together against 
the Lord and against his anointed, saying, let us break their bones in pieces and cast away their cords from us. Now, so, God's, now, the, the bones and the cords are the principles that God has set in place. For example, man must marry woman. But right now, the world says, no, they are breaking the cords. Man can marry man and woman can marry woman. So, they are trying to set up new rules, a new world. Last time, Reverend Barry was telling us something, that there is a new age. You, you, you don't understand what the new age means. It means that we have new ideologies, which are different from the one that we knew. Do you understand that? Very good. So, we have a different principle altogether. So, let's go back to our, our, our place. So, to build a house, he said, to build for, for it in the land of Shina. And he said that when it is ready. So, you see, in the time of um, Daniel, okay, in Babylon, they had a particular tower, which is called the Zipporah. Okay, that it is, up, it, it is there up to now. Now, in, so that, that was the idea in Genesis chapter 11, that they wanted to build a Zipporah. Now, the meaning of the Zipporah, when they, when they build the Zipporah, they declare something, Eta Maneki, which is principles to govern the heavens and the earth. So they wanted principles that will govern the heavens and the earth. Because the Bible, no, when the Bible told us that they are trying to build something to the heavens, it doesn't mean that they were trying to build something out to heaven, no. Now, because in Genesis chapter 1, we realize that when God created the heavens, he didn't say that it was good because it was the abode of evil spirit. So they wanted, they, they were building a city and a tower. The tower is a temple. And the temple means that they want to have a connection between, with the the, the spirit in the heavens. That, do you understand what they are saying? Uh -huh. Because in Genesis chapter 6, the Bible tells us that what the sons of God came down. And Peter told us that they left their, their estate. So they left. So it was a connection to heaven. So according to... It's okay. You, let's, let's leave it. So that we will not veer off from what we want to. So now, in that city, they took that bushel. You see? He says that what? Don't, no, don't change it. Go, let's get back to um, Zechariah. He said that to build a house for it in the land of Shina, when it is ready, the basket will be set there on its base. Now, so when they build, when they build that tower, at the base of the tower is their gods. So all the gods of Babylon were, were put at the base of the temple. Now, they are saying that this basket would also be put at the base. So it means that this basket actually is a god. So it means that in the end times, business will be worshipped as a god. Everybody, what we are supposed to look up to God, we will look up for business. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> Amen. Amen. So that is the cause of the world. It has its own principles. Hallelujah. Amen. Now let's look at God's way. The way God wants things to be done. The way God wants men to live. Now let's look at Genesis chapter 4, verse 1 to 4. Genesis chapter 4, from verse 1 to 4. You see that in business, in business, we cannot be brothers. No, we, you can't be. Christians even fight in business. You can't, you can't trust anybody in business because it's full of wickedness. Hallelujah. We have seen pastors that have gone... Now Adam knew Eve, his wife, and she conceived and bore Cain and said, I have acquired a man from the Lord. Let's continue. Then she bore again, this time, his brother Abel. Now Abel was a keeper of sheep, but Cain 
was a tiller of the ground. And in the process of time, it came to pass that Cain brought an offering of the fruit of the ground to the Lord. And then let's continue. Abel also brought an offering. Now, who were the first people to be born in this world? Cain and Abel. They, Adam and Eve, they were not born, right? They were created. Very good. Now, the first thing recorded about men that were giving birth to was that they were offering something to God. Hallelujah. It means that the foundation by which God wants society to live is by offering. We call this the principle of first mentioning. Now, the principle of first mentioning says that the reality of something is, the, is where it was mentioned the first time in theology. Are we okay with that? Okay, very good. So, we saw that the first thing that these guys were, what, what, when they were born, the first thing they did was offering. Hallelujah. Now, <laughs> amen. Now, let's go to Hebrews chapter 11 from verse 1. Hebrews chapter 11 from verse 1. Now, the Bible tells us that, now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. For by it, the elders obtained a good report. He said, through faith, we understand that the wells were made or were framed by the word of God so that things that are seen, okay, were not made out of things that do appear. He said, by faith, Abel offered up a sacrifice. Now, so we realize that the first thing after, you see, they told us that faith is the, the first one, they defined faith. The next one, they told us how the elders obtained a good report. So it, was, it is a summary of, uh, uh, what do we call it? Chapter 2 is a summary of the whole chapter 11 of Hebrews. How the elders obtained a good report by faith. Now, chapter 3 told us how God framed the world. But now, when the writer of Hebrews began to recount how the elders obtained a good report. The first thing that faith did was that it offered a sacrifice. Do you understand that? So it's what? He said, by faith, what? By faith, Abel offered to God a more what? Let's read it together. Ready? Go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, in 2022, December, I was just walking around. And I was casually walking. I think, I don't know, maybe I was, I was at my mother's place. And I was, one of afternoon, I was just walking. Then I began to feel sleepy. So, I just decided that, okay. But I was supposed to go somewhere too. So, I was preparing to go to the bar. I said, okay, let me just sleep. So, I just lied down in the chair and I said, okay, let me sleep. When I slept, I saw that I was in a car park. And in the car park, I saw a man of God standing there. He was standing there with a prado. And then the man of God just came. He said, do you know that in the Jewish community, righteousness means giving. Righteousness is giving. Ah, and no, he used righteousness. He said, giving is godliness. Giving is righteousness. And I said, ah, what's the meaning of this? Then he just sat in the, the Lankusa and then went. So when I went, when I woke up, I said, ah, what's the meaning of this? So I began to look for the meaning of the, the root word of righteousness and giving. I realized that they have the same root word. They actually, they are the same thing. It is just different in grammar. So the Bible says that in, when we go to, you see, you see, the Bible said what? By faith he offered. Then he speaks about he was declared righteous. 
Are we okay with that? Okay, very good. Now, in the same thing too, we see that he has given, he has scattered abroad. He has given to the poor. He has established righteousness in the book of Psalm. And then Paul quoted it in 2 Corinthians. Are we okay with that? Okay, very good. Now, it means that the principle of giving has a lot to do with righteousness and godliness. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, let's come back to the New Testament. I, I don't want to go to first food so that you just say that, oh, eh, yeah. no, I want to show you first. So that we, 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 we yeah. You know, the, when, I was, when I was a, a physics and electric math, it's the same thing. You see, when I finished secondary school, I failed, but all. <laughs> I failed. I got physics F, electric mass F, this thing, biology E, and then what? Chemistry. Ah, I failed the thing like, like three times. I wrote, I wrote, I wrote. Then I changed it to E, 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 E. <laughs> then six months, I said, do you know something? Let me sit down. Let me understand the way people derive from less. So I began to read about the history of mathematics. Began to read how this one. Then I went to buy back house and add mass. So, oh, man of God, I enjoyed the thing. Six months, I changed everything. So I began to prove formulas. So memorizing formulas. So it, it was the same. I realized that God, God sometimes, eh, the thing that he, you are doing in the world, there's a likelihood that what you are doing, you see, when you look at the way Matthew wrote the Bible, he accounted for everything because he was an accountant. He wrote everything. And then when you look at Luke, Luke was a doctor. So nobody recorded where Jesus Christ was sweating blood. There's actually a medical term for it. I've forgotten, I've forgotten the name. But uh, hematidrosis. Yeah, it's a rare case where blood vessels begin to break due to pressure and then enters into the sweat glands and you know you begin to sweat. So he was so uh, it's, it's, a, it's a very marvelous thing. You understand that, okay? Very good. So yeah, I also like to teach the Bible the same way. Don't just come and poor fact. You see, most teachers when they come, brrr, no. But let's prove the formulas. Let's understand what is the essence of this thing in real life. It will make you appreciate it the more. Very good. So now, we realize that this is, the, the first thing faith did was what was to offer. Now, we realize that too, in the New Testament, faith is our life. Because the, the whole foundation of the, you see, there are three most important books in the, in the New Testament. The first one is Romans. The second one is Galatians. And the third one is the book of Hebrews. Now, these three books are talking about faith. Now, the first uh, the, the theme of the book of Romans is righteousness by faith. Then the theme of the book of Galatians is living by faith. You understand, okay? And then the, the theme of the book of Hebrews is enduring by faith. Are we okay with that, okay? So, and, so this, this, is the, this, this speaks about the life of the believer. Righteousness by faith. Now, so the righteousness by faith is how we, we come into the place of salvation. So Paul was arguing that Faith is the means by which the believer was saved. Now, in Galatians, Paul's argument is that faith is the means by which the, the believer will live. He was saved by faith. He was saved by grace through faith. And he will live by faith. So, the summary of the book of Galatians is in Galatians chapter 2 verse 20. Do you understand, okay? Very good. He said that, I am crucified, nevertheless I live. Yet, the life that I live, I live by faith in the Son of God. So, that is the summary of the book of Galatians. Are we okay with that? Okay, very good. And then in the book of Hebrews, the Bible says that he, when uh, the summary of the book of Hebrews is in Hebrews chapter 10, he said that the soul that draws back, I shall have no pleasure in him. But we are not of them that draw back unto perdition, but we are of them 
that follow unto the salvation of the soul, for the just shall live by faith. Do you understand? So, our whole life, the whole life of the believer is our faith. Now, that is why I keep on, I don't understand how you can live, you, you, you don't know anything about faith. You don't know anything about, like, I'm telling you, if you spend prayer, if you, if you pray 10 hours, spend 8 hours praying about your faith. Because it is your life. It is, it is the principle. The prayer that you are praying, you have to pray by faith. Everything must be, because without faith, it is impossible to please God. But we saw that the first thing that faith did was that it offered. So, the life of faith is a life of offering. Sacrifice. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, let's come back to New Testament proper giving. Now, let's go to Genesis chapter 14, verse 17 to 20. We'll come to first fruit right now. No, 14. Genesis chapter 14, verse 17 to 20. 14, 17 to 20. Now, it said that, and the king of Sodom went out to meet him at the valley of Shaveh. Let's continue. Then Melchizedek, the king of Salem, brought out, no, 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 sorry. So let's go to verse 17 again. He said, after his return from the defeat of Kedelaoma and the kings who were with him. So Abraham has gone to war and he was returning. Are we okay with that? Okay. Very good. Now let's continue. Let's continue now. Then Melchizedek king. No, no, no. I want to see the place. Let's start from verse, I think verse 17 is. Let's, can we start from verse 15? Let me see something. 16. Okay, 17. 18. 19. Okay, very good. So let's, let's start from verse 18 now. So then, now we realize that Melchizedek, king of Salem, brought out bread and wine. And he was the priest of the God Most High. Now let's watch here something. Let's watch something here. Okay. Now, because, because we are in the New Testament, we must do everything in the New Testament way. Are we okay with that? Okay. Very good. Now, verse. Now, so we realize that when before when Abraham met Melchizedek, Abraham didn't give tithe first. It was Melchizedek that did whatever he wanted to do first. And it was out of what Melchizedek did that Abraham gave. Do we understand that? Are we okay with that? Okay, very good. Now, in this your life, I want you to learn something about, I want you to learn this, 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 this word. It is too bad. I'll call it word. Say prevenient grace. Say prevenient grace. Now, prevenient grace speaks about the fact that everything that you do right, it was God who influenced it. Are we okay with that? Very good. Now, that is the, the that is the foundation of the New Testament because the New Testament eliminates boasting by the law of faith. The Bible said that you see, okay, you let's move on. Then Melchizedek, the king of Salem, brought out bread and wine. He was the priest of God Most High. Are we okay with that? Okay. Now we know that bread and wine speaks about the mystery of communion. Okay, or the blood of the Lord Jesus and the wine. Now these things are typology. Are we okay with that? Okay, let's continue. Now, and he blessed him and said, so he blessed Abraham first. Do we see that? 
And he said that, Blessed be Abraham of God most high, possessor of heaven and earth. So through the blessing, Abraham was blessed. But Abraham's blessing was as a result of God being possessor of heaven and earth. Do we see that? Continue. Verse 20. And blessed he, and blessed, blessed be God most high, who has delivered your enemies into your hand. And he gave him a tithe of what? All. So the priest did something first before Abraham responded. Do we understand that? Okay. The priest what? Did something first before what? Abraham responded. Now, why? Because the life of Abraham was, was the summary of the New Testament. Abraham was the first person to hear the gospel. Let's go to Galatians. Galatians chapter 3, verse 6 to 9. He said, just as Abraham believed God and it was accounted to him for righteousness. Let's continue. Therefore, know that only those who are of faith are sons of Abraham. And the scripture, foreseeing that God would justify the Gentiles by faith, preached what? The gospel to what? Abraham beforehand. Now, when, when did God preach this gospel to Abraham first? He preached this one in Genesis chapter 12. So it means that before Abraham gave the tithe, he was actually blessed in chapter 12. And the priesthood and the priesthood of Melchizedek, which is a typology of Christ, came to confirm that blessing. Before Abraham gave the tithe. Because now, in the Old Testament, we give to receive. But in the New Testament, we give because we have received. Now, this is the foundation of New Testament giving. Before anybody will start giving in the New Testament, we have to know, because here, Abraham, the God of Abraham was called the possessor of heaven and earth. It means that everything belongs to the Lord. Do you understand that, okay? And Abraham was already blessed. Now, I know that there are two extremes of this teaching. Where some people say that we are blessed, so we don't need to pay tight. We don't need to give first fruit because we are blessed. And then there are certain people that also preach that, hey, if you don't pay tight, you'll be do no, my friend, it is not true. If you don't pay tight, it's not true that you don't, you'll go to hell. If you don't pay first fruit, it is not true that you'll go to hell. But there are certain aspects of God's the, you see, because we don't we will not have time to explore the capacity of giving. Because Giving itself has a lot to relate with the kind of revelation that you work in. Giving will determine your capacity, your revelatory capacity. Because Jesus said that he that has been faithful with unrighteous mammon shall be committed through riches. So it means that my faithfulness with, with money will determine the commitment of God's true riches to me. Thank you very much. Thank you. You are in the spirit. My faithfulness with money. That, so the Bible said that if you give, the Bible says if you study the Bible, grace will be multiplied. If you, if you pray, you have great grace. But if you give all grace. Hallelujah. Amen. So now, in the New Testament, before our life began, Christ has finished everything. Hallelujah. Because before what? Now, Ephesians tells us of our life, okay, before we began it. Now, when our life began, so Ephesians is chapter 1 to chapter 3 is the mystery of God. 
Now, in chapter 1, the last, chap the la the last verse, we saw Christ Jesus seated because God made him sit. Now, in chapter 2, we see that we were seated with him. God made us sit with him. Are we okay with that? Okay? And we were blessed with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ. And we're not just blessed, but we were favored with the glorious grace of God. So that everything that the believer will ever need, it is already in you. The cars, the, it is already there. The houses. I, I, I had, <laughs> no, I don't, we don't have time. But you see, I had a, let me tell you something. I had a dream. In the dream, I was just standing there. And then a voice spoke to he from heaven and said that, you need to find the place of your destiny. Like, okay, fine. And the voice said that the reason why Bishop Oedipo is the way he is is because he found his place of destiny. But I need to locate a whirlwind. I've told Reverend Barry this story before. So, in the dream, I was just standing there. Then I saw a tornado coming. It was just a wind coming, coming, coming. So, when it got to the place I was, it sucked me into its spinning way. Now, when I entered the tornado, I saw everything that man will ever need. Everything was inside cars, houses. Man of God, whatever. Wife was inside. Everything was inside. I'm telling you. Everything. And I had this dream before I got married. Everything was inside. And the, the, the thing was just going. It, it was going. So when it got to the place where I was supposed to fulfill God's destiny, it ejected me out with cars, with everything. So, we, we, you see, when you begin to study the Bible, you will get dreams that confirm scriptures. Not always demons are after you. I know there are certain times you can have. But let's study the Bible very well. The Bible will reinform your dreams and everything. It will change it. Hallelujah. And it will confirm scriptures to you and teach you. Just like the way the man of God taught me that righteousness and God, uh, giving and godliness are actually related. You understand that? Okay. So now, we need to come to the, you see, the New Testament. When I move by faith to receive healing. I, my healing was not done there. My healing was done 2,000 years ago. But by faith, I received. Now, my prosperity, my everything that will ever be, it was, it was blessed be the God. The, the, the communion, the, the, the blood and the body was saved before Abraham gave the tithe. It means that the death of Christ, it, it did everything for me. So my prosperity is inside the cross. Now, the cross is the wisdom of God throughout the ages. It is the compendium of God. Whatever God will ever do, he, he has done. Everything is in the cross. Your healing, your prosperity, your deliverance, everything is in the cross. So, we call the cross what? The wisdom of God. In 2 Corinthians chapter 2, Paul calls the cross the wisdom of God. Are we okay with that? Okay, very good. But now, you see, we need to, you see, the Bible says that what? Faith is the substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things not seen. Now, actually, in the Greek, it says that faith is the substance that substantiates things hoped for. The demonstration of things not seen. Are we okay with that? Okay. Now, let's watch here. When we were in JHS, they used to do, we used to do a food test. Is that also? Very good. The food test, what are we testing for? End products. Like uh, reducing sugars, carbohydrates, and 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 put, uh, amino acids. You understand? Okay, and all those ones. Now you can see the egg. Egg has amino acids because it is full of protein. But can you see amino acids? You can't see it. Do you understand that? You can't see it. Good. 
Now, but we can do a test. Now, in the test, we, can, we need something called a chemical, a, my, a my, myelose reagent or something. So we can match the egg, okay? Then we add the, what, the, the, the what, what do we call it? The chemical to it, then it will show you a color, testifying that there is something there. Now, that is what faith does. Now, the blessings of God are there. Just like the egg, the protein is inside the egg. The fact that you are not seeing it does not mean that it's not there. But faith is a substance that subst it gives reality to it. So, I couldn't see the amino acids. But when this substance called, uh, 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 when this, the chemical or the substance called Milon's reagent was added to what? The egg, I saw a particular color telling me that this thing, there's, there's protein there. It displays the protein for me. Do you understand, okay? So, faith is that substance. And even though healing is there, I cannot, it is not tangible, I cannot touch it. But faith will substantiate it for it to become a reality for me. So, faith is that substance that substantiates things hopeful. It is an evidence, a demonstration of things that we cannot see. So, I am blessed in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. But there is a kind of faith I need to substantiate that thing to become a reality. That is why even though a believer has been healed, you have divine health, you can still die with sickness. Even though the Bible said that what? For ye know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that he, even though he was rich for our sake, he became poor, that we through his poverty might become rich, you can still be poor as a believer. Hallelujah. Because faith comes with a correspond. You see, faith is actually obedience. And for example, let me show you something. Everybody, as you are sitting down here, we are all delivered. I'm telling you. Everybody is delivered. Nobody is under a curse. Nobody, we, are, we, we, are have, we have divine health. Nobody, sin doesn't have dominion over you. But why is your life contrary? Why is your life contrary? Why are you sick? Why is it that you, 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 sin has dominion over you? Why? Because there are principles set, in, in, set forth in the word of God that when we, when we bring them, it will materialize the things that we are already. So, <laughs> we didn't become. We, were, we, 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 we just, we, it, it became a reality to us. So, for example, if the believer wants to come out from the place of sin, for sin not to have dominion. The Bible says that what you must know that your old man has been crucified with him. Now, when you know that your old man is crucified with him, you must reckon that it is so. Now, when you reckon that it is so, you must now present your body as a living, as present your body as a sacrifice to God. So Paul showed this in Romans chapter 6. Then he said, walk in the spirit. So these are the principles that we need to obey for this thing to be materialized. Now, in the same way for the, for, for the believer to walk in divine prosperity, you see, you don't know what this, this divine prosperity comes with. Now, the divine prosperity comes as a result of not operating under the case of sweat. I'm not saying that we will not, hard, we will not work hard. But you see, the Bible said that God is a God in such a way that he is the God that thousand years is like one day before him. Hallelujah. So what somebody can get in ten years, you, your two years labor can get it. If you are under the principle of God's covenant. Hallelujah. So now, 
even though we have been blessed, we need certain practices of faith. Now, and one of these principles is first fruit. Now, you see, because if we, if we don't work by faith, you would work under the system of the world. The, the reason why we call everybody who is not a Christian unbeliever is because they don't have faith. Is that not so? So, to live, if you are a believer and you lack faith, you are just an unbeliever and you operate just like anybody else. Hallelujah. So, I'm sure this one, Christ, is enough for you to give your first fruit. Hallelujah. Okay. Now, so, by an act of faith in the New Testament, we know that God is the possessor of heavens and of earth. Are we okay with that? So, everything that I am, everything that I have, belongs to who? God. It belongs to God. Now, me, myself, hallelujah, I am on the, can, can, we, can we get up and then shake ourselves more? Hallelujah. We'll be done right now. I'll, I'll summarize right now. If you want to take water, take some water. Amen. All right, so let's sit down. We, we, are, we, are, we are doing the first fruit. Now, the first fruit, okay, the Bible says that in the book of Leviticus, okay, we were required to bring our first fruit. Okay, now, what does the first fruit mean? mean? Now, you see, when farmers plant, are we okay with that, okay? Not all the fruits, okay, um, ripe at the same time. Okay, when the ripening season begins. So let's say that I've planted thousands, let's say 100,000, but at the beginning, 20,000 fruits were ripe. Now, that becomes the first fruit. Are we okay with that, okay? So now, let me just explain this. Now, so I have, uh, uh, I've, I'm working. Now, this working, I will have plenty salaries. Do you understand, okay? But the very first part that comes belongs to the Lord. That is what we are, that is all first food is about. Now, <laughs> somebody is saying that. <laughs> so, how will I survive? You see, how will I survive if I give everything for the month? You see, as believers, we need to one day we'll talk about even you see when you are when you are when you are a believer and you sit under the ministration of a man of God and nothing of your substance. Now let me tell you something. When the Bible talks about honor, the Bible is talking about material things. That is what he said. Let them that uh, uh, um, uh, do the work, especially uh, let the elders that rule diligently have double honor, especially those who labor in word and doctrine. So, let's say that you are, you, you, you are in a ministry, okay? There is no substance of you 
that comes into the ministry or especially inside the life of God, inside the life of the man of God who is ruling over you, there is no way anything about that man of God can work for you. Nothing. So God said that, now when the Bible says that you cannot mock God, that is what he's talking about. So we both think that when we say we, we cannot mock God is in the context of somebody t- communicating his spiritual things to you and you are, you are not communicating his your material things to him, and you think that you can receive the spiritual things he's communicating to you, you are mocking God. And God says that no, no one can mock me. Hallelujah. Amen. So now, now the first fruit is actually a consecration offering. It is, it is something like, Lord, my all belongs to you. Everything that I am. It is, so it is a typology of uh, uh, first, uh, sorry, um, Romans chapter 12. Can we go to Romans chapter 12? Romans chapter 12. He said, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God. Now, this speaks of the burnt offering. It is something that is a consecration. Are we okay with that? Okay, very good. So let's not come and argue that right now we, we don't, we don't, you see? Yes, things evolve. Those who are talking right now, go and ask them that when Jesus Christ was preaching, did he preach with microphone? Why is he also, if we want to mimic everything, is that let's mimic the way all things were at the first. Because at, the, at first, too, the, we, we weren't meeting in, in, in churches, they were meeting at home. Hallelujah. So, if people are saying, okay, uh, those days, they were farmers, so you have to, it is, so, so, you see, hey, ungodliness, eh, it can make man become so foolish. If you, if you watch, I like watching uh, this guy. There's some, there's some crop of guys that are fighting this new age mindset. Oh, Ben Shapiro. Ben Shapiro, um, Matt Walsh, and then some, when you, you see, when people come and stand there, they are, you, you, you see, hey, in the common sense, they are arguing how a man is a woman and a woman is a man. And you people said that biology, X, Y, X, X, but man said no way. It's like, uh, what, what are the two genders? We cannot say there are two genders. Hey, it's the same ideology that they are telling you. Why should you give first food? Those days were given like this, the, the wisdom of this world. Okay, and what Satan wants to do is that he doesn't want the believers to tap into the wealth of the kingdom. The wealth that comes as a result of you not being burnt. The wealth that comes, you small money that you get, small money they'll give, they'll use you. Out of that distance, you will miss like two Sundays not coming to church before you get that money. That tells us that the source of this money or the, the means by which this money is coming. Hallelujah. Why is it that you have to save for 20 years before you buy one house? Meanwhile, there's a house. In, inside you, there's a house. I'm telling you. Inside you, there's a house. One car. You, have to, you pay car loans. Ah, don't take it. But meanwhile, meanwhile, all grace can abound to you. All grace can abound to you. Hallelujah. If you're a believer and for 10 years all you are paying is tight, you are, you are, you are, you are far behind. I'm telling you. 
I don't have time. We don't have time to go into the the, the place. Like we'll go to First Corinthians chapter uh, eight nine. We'll go. I'll t- how how giving can open your eyes? Revelation. I'm telling you. Revelation. Giving little like you can, hey, I'm te- you can give you can give right now now. By the time you are working, no revelation will come. Some business idea will come. Hallelujah. But you see, the first thing about giving is that God doesn't want money to have dominion over you. And the place of giving, now for us to know the place of faith, you see, Jesus Christ was teaching the place of faith in in Matthew chapter 6. And he was saying that this world is following certain things. Food that they will eat, drink that they will drink, and then clothes that they will wear. That is the basic thing of life. And that is what everybody is following after. Okay, but the clothing that speaks of our shelter, everything that you need. Are we okay with that? Okay. Now, Jesus Christ said that all these things is what the Gentiles are looking for. And it is that which is causing every man to. You see, so when, when we begin to give, what God is trying to tell is that there's an economy that a man can survive without money. Hallelujah. There's what? There's an economy that what? Man can survive without money. Now, I wish I, wish I had this video. Dr. Mesa Altabel lived with, without money for two years. And yet, every need of his was met. There was a guy that got, got taught on campus. He had only uh, some pesos. And yet, when he passes here, this was a, hey, Charlie, make a buy food, give you. Like one month, no money. And there is an economy, I'm telling you, there is an economy that is far beyond money. What you can, the car you can get by, by money, somebody can get by faith. So there are two currencies in this world. You determine the one that you can, but let me tell you something. There's a place where money will fail, but faith cannot fail. So your giving is a surrender that, Lord, money will not rule over me. I prefer faith. Now I'm telling you, we are planning to give our first food. My mother-in-law went to cook plenty. Then we were just there and she called my wife. That Charlie, I went to cook, but the thing has become so plenty. Let me come and give you the, the soup that she gave us. Man of God, it has sustained us for like one, one month. She gave us two. So we are giving. We, we, we have not even given at all, but we have we have plan that we are coming to give her and things have started coming already. I'm t- there is an economy. There is an economy. There is an economy of supplying. There is, I'm telling you. Ah, you don't know. There is, there is a place of miracles. Go, go and Reverend, uh, Pastor, uh, Prophet Barry dance. Prophet Barry, Prophet Ben. Prophet Barry gave all his money and he was driving and the car started saying, fuel is finished. Fuel is finished. Be men of faith. Do you know what they did? They drove into a shell, and then their 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 fuel gauge started re- uh, increasing. Then they drove out. I'm not I'm not telling you story. I'm not telling. But those people they give lands. Prophet, they give. One day he took out his gas. He was going to fill the gas. He he took the gas out. He put it outside the 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 house like this. He was knocking the door. By the time he, f- he lifted up the gas, it was full. There are people living in deep. I'm t- there is an economy where you can live with them. I'm telling it is right now. Right now. Right now. Right now. He went to buy a land. Then, when he, when, when he went to buy the land, 
a church was coming to buy the land. Prayers. And he said, never, I can never sell. So he gave the land out. I'm telling you, see, when you leave money, it will rule, you'll be a beggar for the rest of your life. You'll be a slave to money. And Babylon will rule over you. Your boss, assuming you now, you have, ah, have your boss, this one, I'm not coming. Sunday, I'm going to church. Because you have your money, you know where the, the, your money is coming from. Beloved, let's, let's treasure giving. I'm telling you, giving is godliness. It, has, it establishes your righteousness. Let's look at it. First, uh, uh, um, Second Corinthians chapter 9. Let's start from verse 10. I believe so. We are, we are closing with this one. Is that? No, let's start from verse um, 6. Okay. But this I say, okay, very good. But this I say, he who sows parily will also reap sparingly, and he who sows bountifully will also reap bountifully. Let's continue. Sparingly, sorry. So let each one give as, as he purposes in his heart, not grudgingly or of necessity, for God loves a cheerful giver. Let's continue. So this is what makes us cheerful givers, that we know that we already have it. Yeah. It makes you a cheerful giver. Yeah. I'm not giving, to, 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 I give because I have it. That is faith. And God is able to make all what? Grace abound toward you. That you always having all sufficiency in all things may have an abundance for every good work. Let's continue. Verse 9. As it is written, he has dispersed abroad. He has given to the poor. His righteousness endures. So this is where that dream that I have. Then this scripture. Later on I was searching. I said, yay! This is the, this is the thing that I saw. He has given. He has, the Bible said that is it, there is a, he said, I have seen him that scattered, yet increased. And I have seen him that withholded more than his meat and yet tended to poverty. Beloved, I'm telling you, the world can use their, their, their systems to, to get money. But if you use it, beloved, you are, you are, you are, no, no. Hallelujah. Can we be on our feet? Can we be on our feet? It is a faith. Your first foot is a faith. It is a faith thing. But you see, there is also another wisdom which I, 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 I learned from, or I'm, I'm, I'm learning from Reverend Barry. Let's go to, and when I saw the thing, I was like, ah, this, this man of God is wise. Let's go to um, 1 Corinthians chapter 9, from verse 1. Give me NLT. Oh, sorry, 2 Corinthians, 2 Corinthians. 2 Corinthians, sorry. I really don't need to write to you about this ministry of giving. So it is a, it is a whole ministry. For the believers in Jerusalem, let's continue. For I know how eager you are to help. And I have been boasting to the churches in Macedonia that you, you in Greece were ready to send an offering a year ago. So it means that but a year ago they were already ready. Now, it means that if, there, if we want to give, there is a kind of lifestyle we need to live. It's a, it's a mindset of readiness. Okay? He said that, in fact, it was your enthusiasm that stirred up many of the Macedonian believers to begin giving. Let's continue. But I'm sending these brothers to be sure you are really, you, you really are ready. As I have been, so there is a readiness that we need. You can even open a bank account for giving. I'm telling you. So there is a readiness. You open it that this one it is strictly forgiven. So you put you keep on putting money there. 
You keep on putting money there. You keep on putting money there. Put money there. Put money there. Put money. There. So you 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 slim line. So that is the sacrifice because this you are putting money somewhere. It means that you you you're certain, that you deny yourself of certain lifestyle. So you put the money there. You are putting the money there. An investment, whatever it is, you are putting it there. So there is a, a red set, and that your money is all collected. I don't want to be to be wrong in my boasting about you. Let's continue verse four. We would be embarrassed, not to mention your own embarrassment, if some Macedonian believers came with me and found that you weren't ready. So let's have a mind of readiness. You realize that your man of God, his birthday is coming. Six months, begin to put something aside. We'll talk about giving to, like, giving to your man of God. If, because in this world, if you are not in partnership with any man of God, it is also not so good. You will not get, you see, when you believe in somebody, you have to give. It is part of it. And it's in, it's in the New Testament. And if you are not doing it, you are mocking God. And if you give yourself that, ah, I've been earning thousand cities. My expenses are so, so, and so. So I cannot give. And that is the more reason why you remain where you are. Now, why? Because God sent Elijah to a widow who has last meal, who she will eat and die. And God said, take it. Because the taste of the kingdom is foolishness. Now, why? Because God has made a system. You see, in Numbers chapter 18, God commanded Aaron that he should take the offerings of the people. And God told him that he should eat it. The reason why he said it is he said, because of the anointing. So the means by which the people of Israel will connect to the because all the anointing was upon Aaron, according to Psalm 133. So the means by which the people of Israel will connect to the anointing of Aaron was by was through their material things. Paul also told us in Galatians chapter 6. By reason of what? The anointing. So, you are there. So, when God wanted to do something for the widow, but by his principles, he cannot just do it for the widow. He needs to use an anointing. So, God commanded Elijah, go and take it. So, can they take it? Those days, there are so many poor people. And when he thought about giving, the poor people will be, they'll start giving their sacrifice. Then when he take the money, he'll go inside them and start weeping. That Lord, this people's money, this people's money, why, why am why are you making me take it? But very soon, those people started becoming millionaires because the means your breakthrough is connected to the anointing, and the means by which you can connect to it is by your substance. According to First Corinthians chapter nine and Galatians chapter six and First uh, 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 Timothy chapter five, verse seventeen. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 So you can see that somebody may not be in this church, but he's given to Reverend Barry. By the time you see, oh man of God, I gave you this. And the thing, because he has connected to the anointing. Hallelujah. You see, you can hear me teach and teach and teach. You can never get my teaching grace. You can hear small, small. But the means that there is, there is a, Paul, Paul said that you have become partners of my grace. In, in Philippians. Why? Because the Philippians were ministering to him. Like, I'll show you all that. Another time when we have time. Our time is fast spent. Can we lift up your hands? Say, Lord. Say, Lord. Grant me the faith that gives. I want to escape from the course of this world. 
where everything must be sweat and blood before we get what we are supposed to get. But Lord, you said these things are freely given to us. He said, seek you first the kingdom and his righteousness and all other things shall be added to us. These things are made to follow us, not for us to follow them. Pray and ask God, oh Lord, grant me the grace. Thank you for listening. If you were blessed by this message, share it with someone so they can be blessed too. We look forward to fellowshipping with you next time at Zion Impact Ministry.